But as always on a Friday, round about this time, it's the Africa Report with Jean-Jacques Cornish. Good morning, Jean-Jacques, from our nation's capital in Pretoria, in the metro of Twani. Hope you are well this week. Good morning, John. Bonjour to you, Les. I'm immensely well. Thank you. Excellent. We'll start in Libya. Libyan armed groups have left Tripoli so police can resume control after more than a decade. You know, things have gone very pear-shaped in that country since the death of Muammar Gaddafi. Well, before the death of Muammar Gaddafi, but 2011 got even worse. We don't even know who's in charge, effectively, but these armed groups, several armed groups were operating uh, in Tripoli and other uh, cities, uh, stopping people, checkpoints, in fact, taking money off them. Now now the, the military and the police have seemed to... Uh, cut them off, and at least five of them have agreed to return uh, to their camps. And as I say, the military and police and the CID, they will then uh, control the people, In certainly starting in Tripoli, and then hopefully this will move on uh, to other other cities. The move is going to happen at the end of Ramadan, which is, of course, in April, April the 9th, I understand. Oh, concentration on armed conflict in Africa is, of course, what's happening in Rwanda now. South Africa has also deployed, I think it's uh, 9,000 troops to uh, the DRC, but the UN Security Council, they've told Rwanda and DRC to walk back from the brink of all-out war. And this is the U- U.S. representative talking like that. Very interesting. You know, Rwanda, of course, is a, a model of order and prop- propriety, but doesn't behave that way towards its neighbors. It supports the M23 rebels in the DRC. It supports rebels in Uganda. And uh, the uh, and that is really, really, I mean, they, they uh, exploit the resources of the DRC and they, they export diamonds, for example, but produce or mine none themselves. This is how they work. And uh, that has brought uh, the DRC to the brink of war. Goma, the major city in the east of the country, and Sake, another very strategic city nearby, uh, are both uh, under siege by the M23. Thousands of people leaving these two cities uh, to avoid uh, conflict. And, and, you know, that really is undermining the economy, and not to mention the stability and the order. Now, uh, the monarch, the United Nations peacekeeping force is getting out, but the Africans uh, are moving in, and South Africa, of course, has first cancelled from M. And so uh, this is an unfriendly act by Rwanda towards other African countries, not to mention towards its neighbours, and they've got to get it right. The United States is among those that has actually condemned Rwanda, although they deny supporting the rebels. They have extracted this opprobrium from uh, the United States and others on the Security Council. And then finally, Turkey makes a maritime defence deal with Somalia, but this is flying in the face of an Ethiopia deal with Somaliland. Well, you, you know the deal with Somaliland. They're giving them uh, a 50-year lease on 25 kilometers of coastline, about a couple of hundred kilometers away from Berbera, their port. Now, uh, Ethiopia has used Berbera in the past. It's, it's landlocked since the independence of Eritrea and so desperately needs this. But they now want their own port and a maritime facility. And Somalia has sort of woken up. They've, they've not had any ability to exercise control over Somaliland. 
uh, Somaliland having broken away from Somalia 30 years ago after independence. It doesn't it's sort of pre-independence uh, boundaries uh, don't apply there, but they have sort of been used by the Africans to avoid recognition. Now, Somaliland hopes for recognition from Ethiopia, is not, which hasn't said it will do this, but it's implicit in what is happening. So it's very interesting that Turkey should now step in to support Somali uh, sovereignty, because that could bring uh, this could, uh, conflict. You know, Turkey is playing an increasing role in, uh, in Africa, and particularly in Somalia. It's one of the few places that kept their embassy open and, uh, you know, they, 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 they're very interested in getting to become in becoming more active in Africa. And this will be uh, some parts where they, they might need some muscle to do it. Jean-Jean eh? Cornish, we'll chat to you again next week with the Africa Report. I hope you have a good week. I'll see you then. Thank you very much.